Welcome, Divine Expander, to The Riley June Show. As your host, I am dedicated to helping you unlock your soul's gifts, consciousness, and live a life of true divine expansion. As a psychic medium, spiritual mentor, and conscious healer, I have learned through self-practice and activating thousands of women with my work what it's like to truly harness and embody your soul's gifts. If you're looking for self-mastery, life purpose, and the confidence to live life aligned, you've come to the right place. Now let's dive in and lean into your soul's truth in all ways. Hello, beautiful soul. Welcome to session today. We get to spend these five miraculous days together and I'm so excited. So today on part three, I am going to be diving in with Lauren Love today. She is an incredible, incredible being and has been on the most miraculous healing journey. So I am excited to tap in with her and to share all the things about how this self-healing experience really allows you to evolve not only your most important relationship which is with yourself but also with cultivating that space and that connection around you as well so I'm going to tune out and let you tune in and don't forget to stay um, with us at the end where I share the details about the ascension program all right divine expanders welcome so much well thank you for being here i'm so excited because we have a very special guest lauren love she is here with us today and lauren has a really powerful healing journey that she's been going on so i'm excited for you guys to get to know her to go check her out and to really just dive into this beautiful topic that i keep talking about of radical responsibility and the evolving of our intuitive gifts as we go through this journey. So Lauren, thank you so much for being here with us today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. And I want to say thank you too for the work you're doing in the world because it's so freaking important to teach people, you know, give people permission really to like claim their life and, and go after what they want. So good for you, sister. And to connect to intuition. I mean, that's one of the most important parts, right? Absolutely. So I'd love for you to start off just by introducing yourself, give everybody the um, the beautiful divine information work that you do in this world, and then spirit's going to take over and we're going to have a beautiful conversation about healing today. Awesome. Awesome. I'm so here for it. Um, yeah. So hi, everybody. My name is Lauren. I um, started my, my sort of soul awakening uh, in 2012, when my grandfather died and I was getting divorced and, and like hit a real deep rock bottom, I had $60,000 in credit card debt, was drinking and over medicating and uh, just really like numbing myself because I had been through so much trauma in my life. And uh, his last words to me were like, Lauren, take promise to take care of yourself. And I knew that was when the veil was lifted. And I'm like, oh my God, my life is a mess. Like I see it now, like, holy shit. So I kind of went on this like dark night of the soul, finding myself sort of experience and journey, which eventually led me to quitting my job and um, having a spiritual awakening and 
creating a blog, by writing and, and a business, by helping women, by just sharing my stories of what I've been through in my life. And then that exploded. And I've just been kind of on this journey of doing two things, really. I'm helping women rewrite their life stories and claim their, their destiny and get out of their own way. Um, and create financial success, right? Because that's such an important desire and drive for so many people. And also to healing myself, because I started to recognize that the more I worked on myself, the more money I could make and the more people I could help. So it kind of became this no brainer of like, hey, the more of this work you do, the, the better you'll be. And, and so I've just been kind of on this like ever unfolding journey the last, you know, six, seven years and um, really been so blessed. I I went on a deeper layer of that this year in Sedona, which I'm sure we'll talk about, but it's just been a wild ride of like recognizing that the more you work on you, the more you can not only create the life you want, but help more people. Yeah. Oh, it is so true. And it's so fascinating because in the spiritual community, there's this divide between like making money and being a good person and healing yourself and helping people and making money. And so you've really, I've really watched you embody this experience of leading with healing and leading with truth and leading with honesty. And naturally it's been a catalyst for the amount of money that you've been able to make. And so um, I love that these are two simultaneous goals that you really strive for in life is that inner healing and then helping people, because at the end of the day, that's what we all want to do, whether it's advice, whether it's to donate, whether it's to show up and lead. Um, and I'd love to hear from you what your experience has been and, and how it's transpired for you when it comes to the relationships in your life and how that healing has impacted them. Mm. Yeah, well, I, I think, you know, how we show up one way is how we show up everywhere. You know, I've started to recognize that if I have a money problem, I might have a relationship problem too. I might have a communication problem also. I might have, you know, a food problem. There's all these like layers and what it all boils down to is the self, right? And being able to really look at yourself as a whole being and say, okay, what's my operating system here that I'm running with? And I think that when we have a sort of low vibrational operating system of thought and belief and even our habits and our action, um, we can only hold space for a certain caliber of relationship, you know, because we're only operating at a certain level. And it's not really until we take the step of like asking, okay, well, who do I really want to be? And what type of woman do I want to embody? How do I want to show up in my own energy? Once we do that, um, the relationships in our life start to shift. So for me, in my healing work, what I have found is that um, any level of like, I mean, there's my partner, my marriage, right? We could go into a whole story around that. There's <laughs> there's business, partnership, and you know, um, running a team and, and leading your following and your community. So I don't know where you want to take that, but take it wherever you want. We can go there. Um, I would like to, where do we want to go spirit? Let's talk about um, <laughs> your personal support system. So, um, you can go in depth as you want, but let's say maybe partnership. And then for those who are single, what that's looked like for maybe just like friendships. Does that make sense? Oh, yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, I mean, we could go everywhere, right? Like that's the cool <laughs> part about this is we could take this everywhere. Um, yeah, so my partnership like with my husband was really fascinating. Um, we've been through 
we, we have a really great relationship. My husband and I, this, this man is the most, I swear to God, he's like a something genetically designed for me. Like he's <laughs> perfect in all the ways that, in all the ways that he's not right. Like, you know, his, for me, I'm very emotional and very expressive and I'm, I'm very sensitive and he's very logical and very reasoning and very scientific about things and practical. So we're very different. And that has become a deep mirror for my own wounds around certain patterns or habits that I have. What I came to recognize was that I was in my partnership when I wasn't focused on my healing, I wasn't recognizing that how I was showing up to treat him was actually a pattern and a wounded trauma effect from what I had been through in my life, right? So like, just as an example, if he was having a bad day and he was going through it for some reason, I would go into fight or flight and I'd be like, well, you're being rude and you're not being nice to me and you don't love me. I would just, you know, snowball everything because I had a deep trauma around abusive masculine energy. And so it took me a really long time to recognize that the things that I wanted fixed in our relationship, I wanted better communication. I wanted better sex. I wanted, you know, deeper connection. All of that required me to show up fully. And when I wasn't getting something in my partnership, it was because I wasn't showing up in some high level of capacity that I was capable of. And so as I've started to do that and like go deeper and deeper, our relationship has gone deeper and deeper, you know, and it's the same true for, um, it's the same as sisterhood, you know, and finding relationship in, in other women. When I was wounded and afraid of like judgment from other women or not being enough or being bullied, all of that stuff, um, I would show up in a lower energy. But as I've done this healing work where I'm looking at, my stories and I'm looking at my belief system and I'm looking at my patterns and I'm freely getting clear with myself of like, is this who I actually really want to be? The more I do that work and repair that, the more I'm calling in these like really incredible women. So, you know, Sedona has been so magical finding soul sisters and a medicine community and just like being in love with life. Um, that all has come from just me looking at myself self and and being dedicated to being the best version of me that I can be in this lifetime oh my gosh I love that and I laugh because your husband sounds just like mine <laughs> I'm the one who is like emotional and I'm like wait something's happening and very similar I would find and recognize my wounded patterns in well I'm taking this personally when you know the way people operate is not because they're trying to intentionally attack me whether it's you know I don't believe you or that doesn't make sense it was like I didn't have to get defensive and Bill, my husband's so good at being like Riley, like just take a minute, like just look at what they're saying. Like, this isn't about you. This is just, they're operating from a different lens, right? So I love that you share that. And that's so vital and crucial and important because when we're on this ascension, this journey, this healing, this life, right? Um, just like what you said, we operate and we attract the things that we are then focused and we are, we're allowing in our life. And when we choose that healing and when we choose more supportive relationships, and we really look at how we're operating in that, 
naturally we're going to come to find that there's going to be certain elements and in this case because of relationships relationships that just don't align so for you when it come came to if you had this experience which i'm sure you have because we all do on this journey what did it look like having to kind of just allow yourself to accept that there were certain people that weren't going to come with you mm, yeah you know this is a I'm actually navigating, I love this question because I'm navigating a deeper layer of this right now in my life. Um, my, my deep study of self has allowed me to, and my deep study in the, the work I do in serving other women um, has really allowed me to connect to something more deep in the perspective of spirit, you know, and what is spirit, what is consciousness, what is God? And like mm -hmm. really going deep into that, I've um, found a, a real calling to study plant medicine, right? And, and all kinds. And it's been really challenging because my father hasn't been accepting of that and has been really judgmental. And it's, I've noticed a pattern for me in my life with him where it's like the deeper I become myself, the harder that, the more distant that relationship becomes. And it's a really fascinating dynamic because with my husband, just as like another side of the equation, I was very fearful of that happening. Uh, I never really thought it would happen with my dad, but with my, with my partner, my beautiful husband, like I was so afraid of changing. And I think a lot of women face this where like they have one aspect of their life that's really great and they're afraid to go deeper into the exploration of self because they're afraid of losing that part of their, their life. Whether that's, you know, I have a business in one area and what if I go spiritual and decide I don't want that anymore? What if I, you know, go spiritual and realize my relationships really actually what if the veil is all lifted? You know, like we go into that crazy fear and it's like a separate, it's a fear of loss, really a fear of loss of love uh, and, and not being enough in that story we tell ourselves. But what I found really comforting was that I get to decide what relationships I keep in my life and what ones I don't. Yeah. I get to make that choice, right? And, and this story that you know, well, I'm going to be more spiritual and woo and my husband's not going to love me. You can decide that story if that's what you want and it will play out in your reality, right? But you can also decide that, hey, I'll become more spiritual and it'll deepen my connection with my partner, even if it's rocky in the beginning, even if it's hard, you know? So with my father, I've made the decision that this is a relationship I'm going to work on. And I, in this moment, I'm deciding to keep it, you know, yeah. and, and go to therapy session and, and like really explore that dynamic because generally the relationships that leave us weren't really strong to begin with. Right. Like that's, yep. that's important <laughs> to note. Like if anybody out there's listening and like, I'm becoming more of myself and I'm losing people, like those clearly were relationships that in your subconscious you thought weren't going to work out in the first place. So, you know, think of, let that sit with you, you know? Oh, it's, I like, I just take a minute to just listen because I'm like, man, it's like this. It's how do I want to word this? Spirit wants to go in so many directions right now. And, uh, it's so fascinating because when we're going through these journeys, we all face essentially the same thing. 
the people in our lives that we thought were our greatest support systems. And then we start to realize more consciously who we are and we, we recognize, oh, this person's actually never been supportive of me. That was something that I faced a lot of in my friendships when I started to evolve into this space, which was only about four years ago. So when I was about 24, 25, I started to realize okay, well, you know, there's, there's something really calling me here. And I've never, I've never been one to like, listen to everybody else. So I'm going to see what this is. And I started to recognize the first thing was my support systems. And that was really hard for me. It took me almost, almost three and a half years to finally be like, okay, like, I'm just going to let those, those cords that I'm the one holding on to fall at the wayside. And it's exactly what they did. But just like how you mentioned in the beginning, then it, opened up room for these really incredible, powerful relationships to step in. And also for my relationship with my husband to evolve as well. I recognized that there was so much insecurity that I was hanging on to with these friendships. And when I let them go, I let go of that insecurity. And it was like <sighs> a whole weight lifted off my shoulders. Yeah. yeah. You're letting go of, and this is important to note too, like every element of expansion is also a death. Yeah. Like it's, it's happening at the same time, you know? And I think when we go through this process, like there's a part of us that dies and that's what we actually start to grieve because like, here's the deal before that moment for you, you had needs that weren't being spoken to. You weren't standing up for yourself. Right. So there's like this reclamation sort of experience where you're like, fuck, like I, what? Like this whole time, these people never what? Like, and it's this realization and a, a decision to really raise your standards and claim something. And at the same time, there's a, there's a consequence to that, right? There's a die off. Like even now on my, my business path of switching, deepening my, my speaking of spirituality and plant medicine, I'm experiencing that die off within my business of watching certain people that have always been seeing my stuff, not really engage anymore. And it's like, it's a, it's a die off of who you once were to become, we need to make space for where we're going. Right. So for anybody who's in loss mode around their like spiritual expansion, just sit there and be excited because something big is coming your way. Right. Like clearly that's what's happening. Yeah. Every single time. What I love so much about this topic and connecting with people who who are dedicated to that healing process, whether that's today, whether that's for a week, whether that's for their life, right? We all go through this. Eventually we all lead to the same place. Once you start the journey, there's so much curiosity, you cannot continue it. Um, but what I teach in helping people connect with mediumship is that we were always conditioned and told that, you know, we lived our life and then we died and that physical body died and that's what we mourned and that's what we grieved. But exactly like what you were talking about, consciousness is a process of constantly grieving and evolving beyond this, this personal death and, and a life death and an experience of death. And that it's not actually something that we need to fear so much as something we get to worship and we get to honor. And for those who have a lot of religious stigmatisms around whether your parents are going to agree because they followed a Bible or a specific belief and, you know, you're ascending beyond that, 
we all have identities that were placed on us that were essentially hypnotized into us up until about seven years old. And then we, we work our way to this place where one day we realize something's not jiving anymore and we're conditioned to resist it because we're told that change, we all want change, but change is scary. Change is unknown. But if it's not unknown, then you're not changing because then everything's predictable and everything's the same. So I really mm. love the way that you painted that because it is, it's this, this honoring that we get to go through of like, I you know a part of me died and that's okay. And, and death isn't just this one physical thing sometime down the way. It's this evolution we go through. And it's actually a lot yeah. more of a beautiful thing than it feels in that given moment. Yeah. And I, I want, if I can, I want to speak to this too, because I think this is a really beautiful mention. You talked about people with like religious stigmatism, right. Or like, you know, being judgmental. Um, I grew, I grew up in a Roman Catholic household. Both sides of my family were deeply rooted in, um, in Italy and they all immigrated here. Um, and so there was a lot of love for the Vatican and we went to Catholic school and wore these, you know, uniforms. And I remember at a really young age being like, something's wrong with this. It's like, I'm seven years old. I'm sitting in a box confessing my sins. Like what is going on here? Um, and the, the idea that gets planted in us at a young age, when we go through any sort of like religious upbringing that is centered in original sin is that there's something that's not good about us. We, we've yeah. removed our purity and our God-like essence the minute that we start to believe that you know and so i just wanted to say that because i think when it comes to really stepping out into your spiritual path you know i was laughing when you were sharing because my um so my my grandmother i went to go visit my grandmother this weekend a cute little italian lady and i love talking to her about god and consciousness and all these things and I said, grandma, what was in Italy before the Vatican? She goes, oh, paganism, right? And she said it with this like weird thing. And I smiled and I was like, what's that grandma? Because I wanted to hear her perspective. And she goes, oh, you know, the God of the moon and, and the sun and this and that. And she's just being, you know, really kind of like, you know, whatever that is. And I said, yeah, God is in the sun and God is in the moon. She goes, no, I think you're confused. And she just like totally shut it down, like just totally hard. And I'm just circling back to that concept of like, to just to remind you guys, like, and anybody listening, when you're trying to break a pattern for yourself, you're not doing it for yourself. You're doing it for generations and yeah. lifetimes of that, you know, lineage being passed down. So you know, I, I really think that's important to remember when we think this work is hard. Like if you're working on your rejection wound or you're working on your vulnerability and feeling safe or you're working on speaking your spiritual expression or, you know, sharing more of who you are in any essence, there's always this patterned programming of like really breaking down, not just your feelings, but your mom's feelings and your grandma's feelings and all these ancestral lines of how this has been carried through. So um, be gentle with yourself. I remember speaking about spirituality in the beginning for me felt like I was, I was being evil or sinning or something, <laughs> you know, because I was breaking old paradigms and it's okay if it feels uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. If anything, you're doing the right thing if it feels uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm 100% on board. <laughs> Which is like the opposite of what we've always been told. 
Dude, dude. So I, this is funny. So I did Bufo. Um, my last, my healing experience in Sedona ended, I haven't talked much about it, um, with a Bufo ceremony, which is the natural form of 5-MeO-DMT. And it is like, shoots you right up there. Consciousness, you're like in the stars. It's, it was insanely beautiful. And right before I went to go receive the medicine, I was crying. I was shaking. I was so, oh my God, oh my God, like freaking out. And um, it's because your ego's dying. Your ego's like, all right, we know we're about to transform and see a whole (laughs) different perspective of life. Don't do it. Keep things the same. So like that fear that exists in your body, it's not something to really um, pay too much attention to versus like a gut knowing that something's out of alignment, you know, like the fear of death is, is often really misleading because it's an egoic thought. It's not a soul's guidance, you know, not all the, hardly ever sometimes, but. Yeah. Um, I, I feel called to relate it to, you can, you can start to, now there's many layers to what I'm about to say. So I want to contact that before I say it, but, um, (laughs) um, controversially, um, you can see where a lot of people operate from, from a higher state of ego than they do intention and even intuition when you see them conforming to our, our current circumstances. Um, Mm. and it's not because they're, they're wrong or right. It's because those who are dedicated to that healing journey and truly in curiosity of how life works, they tend to be the black sheep of the families and the ones who think outside the box and who challenge any form of any narrative and, and Mm. seeing that very, um, um, blatantly really in our reality right now where there is a clear divide of people who who are conforming and people who are challenging and and neither side being better or worse but to those who um let's say put their head in the sand more than those who lean into curiosity and challenging it um we find or at least in my experience i've found that it's you can really, you can step back and instead of being defensive about what you believe and what you understand and and where you're going, you can have more compassion because you can just truly see it for what it is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and like you said, there's so many layers to this, right? Because, um, there, there are a lot of people who are showing up to fight from a wounded space as well. Right. And, and to, to question, versus uh rebel or fight right like there's always like this very interesting kind of fine line between those energies and uh you know i i'm thinking back when i started when all of this started i was so um it it brought up a lot of wounding for me around rape because um as i talk about openly right i was raped at the age of 19 and attempted suicide after and ever since then i've been really triggered by when people tell me to do something for my body, right? Like if a man tells me just to smile or Mm. uh, when I'm sad, or if um, a doctor tells me I have to get a shot or if um, any, I mean, anything, right? Like I really hate when I'm told what to do with my body. And it was very triggering for me to walk into grocery stores and to be told to put a mask on or to have a man behind a counter say, your mask has fallen off, put it on. You know, it was very um, emotional for me. And I rebelled and I was so angry. I'm like, F this, like, I'm not wearing a mask. Nobody can tell me what to do with my body. And it felt very empowering. And at the same time, 
Um, my husband, when he walks into a grocery store, he wears his mask because he feels like he doesn't want to make the old lady feel nervous or make, you know, the woman with kids at home who has a nursing job feel threatened. And so he's going in from this place of like, I want to help other people feel safe. And I was making it all about me. And so I think there's like a, and I'll say this, like, I am also very aware of my rights, right? Like, so in Sedona, the, the energy and the climate in Sedona, when you walk into a grocery store, you can say, hey, I'm not going to wear a mask, but take my temperature, right? And they let you in. And in Sedona, I was in mm -hmm. social circle and I was um, lots of community, lots of gathering. And I got very judged by that on social media by a lot of my um, followers. And I think that's also important to remember too, that like, there's this whole layer of people out there who are very angry at the people who are living freely because they're not able to do that for themselves. And so I think it's just also, while all of this is true, it's just like having a deep layer of compassion for where everybody is at. Yeah. That's like my, my thing. And, and we need to create change, yeah. you know, like, and, and being able to find the balance between the two. Yeah. Oh, that was, <laughs> First of all, now I want to move to Sedona. <laughs> I know it's great. Come visit. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm in Canada, so I'm in Alberta, and we have a medical exemption. So basically, if you walk around stating you have a medical exemption, it's for people with medical exemptions. But you know, there's a there's a loophole for everyone there. Um, but in there's not a lot of places where you do get to do that they'll kick you out or they won't leave in or whatever the case may be so um i absolutely agree that there is we are witnessing this crumbling of of systematic approaches where it's this finite one way one direction one perspective and we're we're leaning into finding a balance and so for everyone who whether it's the most controversial thing of the mask or whether it's you know relationships or conversations or your job or money or whatever if we lean into these things that are triggering us the most and we try and find a deeper state of self-understanding will naturally open up with compassion yeah but yeah can I have a snack? yeah you can get those things <laughs> very cute oh my god i love it yeah we do we yeah. totally not we naturally open up with compassion and what we're experiencing in this lifetime is very unique it's a emerge um and like kind of almost an elimination of this concept of du duality yeah right like in every area of our, our life we're experiencing this collapse of black or white this yeah. or that right mm -hmm. uh, him or her and we're, we're now getting into this place of like okay like the the new earth of what we're creating needs the masculine and the feminine yeah. the new earth needs structure and freedom right like so there's just this new layer for all of us and um, we're all learning together so thanks for this big cosmic experiment because it's <laughs> been great guys yeah <laughs> what a time to be alive <laughs> i know i know it's great and sometimes my husband and i are driving the car we're like what the fuck like do you realize what where we like this time we're in like this is fucking crazy like you know just like reflecting on everything it's just so funny it's crazy oh my gosh i had that conversation the other day with my husband we're like can we like just take a minute to like 
just like recognize what's going on. Like we have young kids. So for us, you know, as a parent, you're almost like, oh man, you know, here one day is going to come the day where we got to have the conversation of the birds and the bees. And like, my kids are like four and nine and one. And I'm like, we have to have the conversation of the masks. Like what's like, what is going on with this? Why is this even a conversation we're having? Like it should be as it is for everything. You know, people decide and they know what's best for themselves. If they don't, you know, this, they're going to find out whatever happens from that space, positive, negatively, neutrally. Um, but it's so fascinating because we're having to teach our children and instill compassion and empathy for others more consciously than I would have ever imagined, let alone to any degree my parents ever did for me. And it's, it's interesting because it teaches me more about leading by example. Um, I've learned more about motherhood in the last year than I have the last nine years, let alone the last 29 years of my life um, in this last year. And so it's actually been a really beautiful experience, let alone just like taking a step back from it and being like, oh, what is going on? <laughs> so your, your kids are nine, four and one, you said? Yeah. Wow. Those are fun ages. Oh my God. Yeah. And they're all different gener like all different experiences, right? Cause nine years ago, the world was so different. Like it's just crazy. Yeah. Well, and my oldest daughter, she's my stepdaughter, but, um, she, you know, she got to go to school and she got to have these experiences and there wasn't the things like we had this year. And then last year we pulled her out of school cause we just didn't agree. And we didn't want her to be like a test of how they navigate the system um, because she is a lot more sensitive. So very empathic. And I'm very grateful for what I do because I can recognize that and, and, and help her um, way more than if um, I wasn't as conscious as I am and be like, oh, you know, you don't have to be so sensitive or go take 10 minutes or the way that my parents taught me, but not the to way, yeah, I was just gonna say yeah. like the way our parents taught yeah, us. not to like damn them. They just knew what they knew and that's how it worked, right? But then now like she can see how everything goes and it's like and even she like doesn't want to go to school where she can't play with the kids and she can't do these things that she did before so it works out better this way but um yeah it's interesting because now my younger kids they'll never have that experience um let's say relative to how it used to be so it's uh i mean whether we like it or not we're going to be changing it's really just dependent upon your willingness to actually sit down and, and do the work for yourself and um, how you're going yeah. to allow yourself to adjust to that. I think the season that we're all in in this lifetime is about deepening our sovereignty, yeah. you know, and, and like now more than ever, we are reflecting on, well, what are my values? What are, what is important to me and how I raise my children and, you know, what do I prioritize? And, and that's a really beautiful process to be in. So for all of the hardship and challenge that this experience has been giving us, I think it's also giving us the gift of uh, parents that are now being even more intentional about how they raise their children. And that's beautiful, you know? Yeah. I get a lot of questions about helping um, parents or helping people who have young children who are very intuitive and very psychic and see all the spirits and you know like my my daughter's been having this imaginary friend but i'm not really thinking it's imaginary anymore and i'm like it's probably not <laughs> <laughs> so it's really funny it's really fun because 
we're teaching through teaching ourselves, just like you mentioned before, we're changing the direction of our generation to one where we do have more sovereignty, where we do have more understanding and where we have more of an ability to create who we are versus already be um, in the decision of who we're supposed to be. Mm, yes. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Mm. All right. I want to be cognizant of your time. So one last question for you. How has going okay. through this healing journey for yourself and this continued healing journey for yourself allowed you to be able to listen to your intuition and, and more so than just listen to it, but to be able to follow the nudges with more trust than ever before? Yeah, so um, healing journeys and spiritual paths are about becoming more alive, like at the root of it. It's, it's all about becoming a higher vibration of yourself, right? And so the more we can ascend, the more we can allow the messages and the intuition and the guidance to come through. And, you know, healing is really a, a threefold process, right? It's about learning how to heal your energetic channel to spirit, right? That's something that you do so well in helping people navigate. It's also about healing our, our bodies and our minds. And what's really important with our mindset, this operating system that we're kind of carrying around, um, like you had mentioned so beautifully a couple of minutes before, like we have to be really aware of like what we're operating with and like really make choices for ourselves about who we want to be versus like, like, well, what story am I telling? Dude, question everything. Like this is, this is my approach. Question everything. When I started my business, I was so broke and I was like so in debt and I was freaking out about this debt. And I paused and I finally, for the first time asked myself, cause my partner wasn't worried about it. And no, you know, he was pretty cool. Like, all right, you got debt, whatever. I'm like, why is this so bad? Like, why is it creating this gut feeling in my body, this tightness in my chest, this pain in my throat? Like I'm freaking out about this debt. And I just started to ask, why is it bad? And I went down that question and asking, why is that bad? Okay, because, you know, lowers your credit score, but why is that bad? And I got to this dead end where I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. Like, <laughs> I know it's my belief system for that it's bad. Oh, it's because my parents taught me this, right? Yeah. Like, and, and then it was like this whole shift and this whole opportunity to really decide what I wanted debt to mean to me and how I was going to have a relationship with money moving forward. And that reclamation is the first step in being a deeper connection to channel because when you're not being your authentic self, spirit sure shit cannot work through you right? You're, you're a ghost, right? You're not operating in your higher power. You're not operating in your connection. So the more true to yourself you become, it's like the universe rewards you with that open channel of divine connection. And my healing journey personally has gone through these really interesting layers where like, so for me, in my perspective, healing, when you heal, heal your life, like if you're on that path and you're like, I want to heal, it's really about healing your relationship with self, money, your partner, your body, spirit, right? And your parents, if you want to add that piece in there. And all of those layers, there's like the mind component of that, right? What do I think about my body? What do I, you know, all of that stuff. 
And there's the physical stuff, right? There's the physical action of, of movement. So it's so important for me that I'm always like looking at, okay, I'm doing work in my relationship with money. or I'm doing work in my relationship with my body that I'm not just looking at the mind. I'm not just looking at my spiritual connection. I'm not, I'm looking at all of these things and by healing and releasing kind of that like baggage of old story that you've been carrying, you can redesign this like energy that you're holding in your body and just be able to be open to receiving, which is what we all really want in the first place. Yeah. Oh, so beautifully said. So beautifully said. I can have these conversations all day because it's just like your intuition is this beautiful language that is actually more natural to us than actually speaking. It's the same way we know how someone's feeling in a day, or it's how we know what our animal needs. Because if anyone owns a pet, you know, you know what your animal is saying. (laughs) Um, And same with your kids, that mother's intuition to know when they're not feeling good and so on and so forth. So for us to be able to exactly how you mentioned it, clear out these layers and unpack these stories and work on this alignment, this beautiful trifecta of alignment between our mind, body, and spirit the language that we naturally speak the most and the most effortlessly is the one we then learn to lean on versus our physical senses because our physical senses are the process of us having already processed what we've experienced. Whereas our intuition, our energy is happening in the now. And it's such a, it's, it's so hard to put words to what it feels like to be in bliss. And I'm sure you can understand that through going through unpacking a lot of these levels, right? Like we speak to our audience and to the people that we work with, like not dangling a carrot in front of them, but like just genuinely wanting them to understand, like, this is what you feel. This is what you experience. And this isn't something that can be bought. This is something you have to be willing to go through. And it's, a beautiful transformation. It truly is. Yeah. And the wound is where the light comes through, right? That's a Rumi quote. I always remember that, you know, don't be afraid to look at what has been feeling heavy for you or what has been feeling misaligned for you and really explore the facets and layers of those components of your life. Because the more you do that, the more your intuition comes through time Mm -hmm. and time again. Absolutely. Well, Lauren, I would love for you to let everyone know what you have coming up, where they can come and find you and hang out with you. Yeah. So um, let's come hang out on Instagram. My handle is Lauren of love, really easy to find. Um, And my website is laurenoflove.com. The podcast is the Lauren of love podcast. And I would just say like, wherever you feel called and curious, go take yourself there. I have a a Sedona retreat coming out that I'm really excited about, which will be awesome. I have the heal program um, and lots of beautiful stuff this year. So um, yeah, just come hang out. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for your time. I'll make sure to link all of her information for you guys below so you can go and hang out with her too. And um, truly like, thank you so much for being here with us today. I know everyone is going to really appreciate this episode with you. Thank you for having me. This was awesome. (laughs) 
All right. I hope you loved that as much as we did to share that story and that interview with you today. Remember, the Ascension program is open for you. So if you are ready to dive into a four-week self-mastery and immersion journey, connecting you to your soul gifts, the language of your higher self, and being able to learn how to and, and understand how to apply that to not only most importantly yourself, but your life that you live each and every day to rise you into consciousness, confidence, and clarity in all ways. Go ahead and head to the link in the show notes and I look forward to seeing you on April 12th when we dive in to this journey together. Hey, before you go, I wanted to take a moment to just thank you so much for tuning in with me each and every week. If you weren't already aware, new episodes drop on Mondays. If you could please be so kind as to screenshot this episode, tag me on Instagram at Riley June with your biggest takeaway, or if you know someone who could really use the insight and guidance provided to you in this session today, I would love for you to go ahead and share this directly to them. I look forward to continuing to bring you insight, guidance, and self-mastery activation tools that you can implement into your life now to truly evolve and become the divine expander that you are. All right, I cannot wait to chat with you soon. And remember, don't forget to go and find the magic in today.